Yeah. And I mean, like, and to all the artists listening to this, that time happens. Like, I just got through my end of high school, like, years, a couple of years ago, about two, three years ago. I was in my head a lot. I didn't know what I was supposed to do, what I was supposed to sound like. I knew what I wanted to do, what I, where I wanted to go, but I didn't know how to get there. And it's just a matter of having faith in yourself and keep pushing through those times to, to get where you're at. And I feel like that in itself kind of taught me the lesson to I don't have to look up to nobody because if I look in the mirror and I fuck with the person in the mirror, that's all that matters. Hello, guys. Welcome back in Tentilla Talks. My name is Ken Kyle Tentilla, and this is the sixth episode. Now, today we got a pretty big guest on the podcast. We It's our first uh, musical artist ever on the podcast. He has over 1,000 followers on Instagram. He has two albums out on, um, on um, SoundCloud. And he has his own record, own record company called Burning Woods. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to my friend that I met on a movie set. AJ, or as he, you know, as I know, kind of, Bandino. <laughs> What's up, guys? Appreciate you, Kyle. Thanks for having me, man. No, thank you for being on the podcast. So how have you been? I've been great, bro. Uh, just working. You know, uh, like you said, I, I started uh, Burning Woods, our, our team's record label, within the past uh, year. And it's just been getting the ball rolling and getting everything moving. Been shooting music videos. We just had our first release of our first artist, Laveau's. A single on all platforms called Ride In That dropped yesterday. And we just dropped a promo video for that not too long ago. You know, just grinding. <laughs> yeah, I see. And I also see you have your own, you have like three separate accounts now on Instagram, correct? Like you have a, you have your personal account, then you got the Boning Woods one, and then your modeling page, right? Yeah, so um, I've been signed to Wilhelmina, New York City since I was a kid, so I decided to, you know, make another Instagram dedicated to just solely that and and that kind of look because, you know, obviously the modeling looks a little different than how I carry myself in the music. But um, I wanted to interchange and entertain the both of them, you know, kind of have like one one door open the next. And uh, I decided to make a separate account for that. You know, my uh, my personal account, you know, and my music account is is my Bendino underscore official. And then the whole team made a Burning Woods page. So now we all have access to our Facebook page, Instagram page. We just made it. We just started a Twitter we're going to be twitching and uh, streaming games next week. So we're going to be on all types of platforms. You can see all of our content from music to just studio sessions to chilling interviews will be everywhere. Wow. So you guys are really going, you're really diversifying your, um, your content. You're going in a lot of different directions. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, the, the team's about eight people. There's eight members of burning woods. There's uh, four owners. I'm one of the core owners. Um, the other owners are is, uh, Pai Show. He's one of our uh, directors, um, accountant, and also a saxophone player, and uh, just a dope composer. Uh, producer Zach, he's also an owner. Uh, and then we have Dennis, who's like a graphic designer, also our art guy. So, and then those are the four members. And then there's eight other members, you know, three other signed artists, including myself. So we've just been each finding ways that we can branch off, do other ways and other small businesses that we love that'll just help propel and push Burning Woods. That's awesome. So, uh, so I've been listening to a, a lot of your music um, this week just to kind of get a feel of what your style is. But what would you describe your style? Do you have a one? Do you have a style? Would you say? Well, that, that's the thing about me. As I, uh, me and my my team especially, we uh, we focus on versatility. So I kind of want to never be able to be boxed into a certain sound or a certain style. I'm constantly switching it up. I go from you know 
rapidly rap fast stuff to where I'm like double timing my syllable count and all that stuff to auto tune singing, you know, or just reverb singing or no effects. You know what I mean? I, I kind of do everything except country. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. Country is kind of hard to get into. Yeah, and, I, I no, ain't from the, no, no, no disrespect. I just uh, ain't my thing. <laughs> no, no, I understand. I, I, there's a lot of people that, you know, country isn't their thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, let me ask you this. Um, what, um, when, when you, um, were basically like as a child, because you're into music obviously now, obviously, but like as a child, what music were you into when you were growing up? Like, what were your influences, would you say? Okay, so as like as a young kid from like before I could remember until I was like six or seven, I want to say I was heavy into Frank Sinatra. My parents used to, you know, have to take me for rides in the car just so I would sing it for them because I wouldn't sing anywhere else but the car driving. Don't know why, but it started off with Frank Sinatra, learning all of his songs word for word, singing along. That made me fall in love with music. Then as I got a little bit older from like seven through middle school. I was a huge fan of Michael Jackson. I had the moonwalk down. I learned how to dance like him. I had all his choreography down, loved the songs. Basically, that got me into dancing, and I became obsessed with music and entertainment at all. I always wanted to be a rock star since I was in, like, kindergarten. I just, you know, obviously, it always seemed like a pipe dream. So as I got older, got dancing, found out I was good at it. I became, a, you know, like a, an animation dancer, like a robot dancer and that kind of stuff. And then that was the dream before music ever started. But because I danced and like dubstep was a big thing back then, I got into DJing because I wanted to make my own mixes to dance to. So once I started getting into DJing, I, I kind of like under, started to understand how music was made and, and wanted to be able to create the things I hear in my head. And then over time, that just manifested into, you know, writing for therapy, you know, right, making my own songs and stuff for therapy. And then that became its whole own thing and now I'm where I am. <laughs> um so since you like since you make your uh since you like put out music now, do you um no offense no offense giving giving this question, but do you make your own music or do you have someone make it for you? Oh I, I make all all the stuff you hear is fully made by the Burning Woods team and myself. Um I write all my own stuff um the only times i don't is when i speak in different languages which i've been dabbling in i've been uh rapping and singing in spanish i have a single coming out this next spring and uh in spanish and then i have another one in french which is a feature song with one of our uh, our french um artists that we signed this year um but i mean yeah <laughs> wow um so it's definitely all our own stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, like our producer doesn't sample. Like a lot of producers, I don't know if, if you know into the music is it's like you take a something that's already made, sample it, and remake it. Like now we're all composers, we're all musicians. These guys all play real instruments, piano, keys, guitar. We have live saxophone, we have live upright bass, you know what I mean? It's like a small orchestra in this group. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. You guys are really a diverse group that are making waves of that. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. We just started really, um, we it took a little bit to get the whole vision and everything business in order, you know, get the LLC, get all our copyrights, everybody up on ASCAP and all that stuff. But um, right now, as we dropped our first single ride in, I'm dropping my first, uh, you know, not debut for Bendino, but debut for Bendino of Burning Woods single in January with a music video. And then it's uh, just going crazy from there. It'll be two more singles from our team and then we're dropping our group EP. Whoa, jeez. Yeah. Sounds like, it sounds like you're really busy, man. Yeah, bro, I'm I'm nonstop all the time. You know I me. Mean? No, I mean, <laughs> hey, no, it's always good to keep the grind up. Um, do you ever? Let me ask you this: now. Do you ever worry, worry about like burnout? Since like you know that is something that happens to some artists. 
Um, nah, man. Uh, I've always been go, 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 never stop before. You know, even when I was a kid, when I just came to playing outside and stuff, I never wanted to go to sleep. I've always been a night owl. You know, my sleeping patterns kind of fucked, mixed with insomnia and all that stuff. So it's like, if I'm not doing something or if I'm not keeping the ball rolling, you know, I, I get anxiety. You know, I got to the point where I used to be able to sit and play video games. And now I only can like maybe once or twice a week because I feel like, you know, if I'm not making the most of my time, then I'm wasting it. And especially with my six month old daughter back home moving down to New York City, it's it's a it's a sacrifice I had to make, you know, with time away from my daughter in order to make my dreams happen and for us to have all, all, of a, all of a better future in essence. So it's like I'm not trying to waste no time. You know what I mean? Like I have fun doing what I'm doing. And that's a blessing in itself because I'm able to make my career my fun time, you know what I mean? No, we that, basically, that's an amazing thing when you're able yeah, we, to chase your dream and also make it a career. That's something very few people I feel can do. For real, bro. And it's like we, we basically do therapy for fun because it's music. You know, you're, you're self-reflecting or you're making songs for happy stuff. Whatever the case is, it's just really healing. And to be able to do it with people, you know, as close to them as I've become, basically like family now, it's it's really just a blessing, you know. It takes away from the whole mainstream aspect, the whole, oh, you got to do this, you got to sound like that. It's like, nah. Like, we're really able to come different because we made our whole little world. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Huh. So, uh, you, you just you bring so much to the table. I'm just trying to take it all in. Yeah, no, you good, man. I know it's a lot. <laughs> we've been, like I said, we've been working. No, like, definitely been working. I can tell that. Um, But, like, since you've been working so hard, do you... um. Let me ask more about the music. Do you um, when you make your music, do you have a certain type of beat you look for? Like I know you said you try not to categorize yourself, so I'm betting the answer is no. But let me ask you: Do you look for a certain beat, or um, it, it just depends if I have a song, you know, concept in mind already before I sit in the studio. Uh, usually, like our process, um, without re- revealing too much, is we just we just sit in the studio and vibe out. Like Zach will sit on the keys, you know, start playing something with like a melody he just laid, you know, we'll see where it goes. And usually wherever he takes it, I fuck with. So it's like, I'll, I'll start writing as soon as the melody's late, by the time the beat is finished, I have the hook and the first verse finished, we start recording and boom, bang a shack out. It's kind of just wherever the vibes take us. Okay, okay. Um, let me ask you this, do you, um, do you model yourself after anyone, like Juice or something? No, no, I don't, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I don't look up to nobody but myself. In terms of that, um, I mean, I look up to people like artists in the sense of when they push through their own obstacles to get to the where they're at. I never want to be able to be like, oh, I want to I want to be like that. Like, I, I know my own timeline is different than anybody else. And I know what I'm supposed to do with my music while I'm here. It's not like I'm trying to aim to be like, yo, I want to be, you know, blowing up, killing the fucking like, obviously. Yeah, but it's like it is what it is. I don't. It's hard to understand because it's like I look up to people in the sense of I want to be able to do the craft as good as they do. But you're not but pressuring. Like, yeah, like you want to do the craft as you want to do the craft in your own way, and you're not pressuring yourself to go into someone's exactly. own characteristic. Like yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. you. Yeah, and I mean like, and to all the artists listening to this, that time happens. Like I just got through my end of high school like years, a couple years ago, about two, three years ago. I was in my head a lot. I didn't know what I was supposed to do, what I was supposed to sound like. I knew what I wanted to do, what I where I wanted to go, but I didn't know how to get there. And it's just a matter of having faith in yourself and keep pushing through those times to, to get where you're at. And I feel like that in itself kind of taught me the lesson to, I don't have to look up to nobody because if I look in the mirror and I fuck with the person in the mirror, that's all that matters. Hey, that's awesome. That's, that's some self-confidence that like, I feel like, a, I feel like a lot of people sadly don't have, especially this day and age with like social media, like, you know, 
because you get a lot of you like now nowadays things you can like get anyone can comment anything you know you can't really say anything back yeah yeah that's true i mean when it comes to comments and a if it's all love love's reciprocated if it's not it's ignored you know what i mean um, I don't really trip about the comments on social media. I'm only on that shit for the algorithms and because it's marketing. But <laughs> and honestly, I want to connect with my fans. That's thank one thing good good about social media is I'm able to have direct engagement with my fans. So aside from all the bullshit, people that do fuck with the music and do fuck with the team that are able to go and view our stuff and comment, we love that shit. So go comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean social media is definitely a good um marketing place because you can get to a lot of people in a very short amount of time. Uh, for real. But do you, I mean, I know you said you don't like really fuck with any of the comments, like like they're bad, you know, they're ignored. But do you, do you how do you deal with, like, how do you deal with um, if there would be any like haters or like trolls or anything like that? Do you, how would you deal with that? Do you just ignore it or like what would your advice be? Or, I mean, I've never had to deal with that up to this point. All of my releases have been on SoundCloud when I was in high school. So when I start releasing big, this is, and you know, promoting properly, this is going to be the first time that a lot of new ears are going to be able to hear my shit that, you know, haven't before. So, I mean, when a time comes, I'll see how I'll handle it. For me, thinking about it now, you know, and thinking about how I've dealt with it just in normal life already, it's just adding fuel to the fire. You know what I mean? Any bullshit they say is brush that shit off my shoulder. And when I step up to the mic that next time, I'm just going to make sure everything that was said, you know, it's taken with a grain of salt, but also kept in mind because that just pushes me to always be better, better each time. Yeah, no, no, I definitely get that. Like, especially because I mean, I understand that. Like, especially because like I remember when I met you on the movie set for um, the binge. You, yeah, you introduced your uh, music on SoundCloud and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's all I had out then. Um, I got like two singles on all platforms uh it's called devil's keys by bendino and tired by bendino but yeah those I, heard, are... I heard that on, on uh, spotify yeah those those are both like from 2018 so like those are i leave all those like in my soundcloud up for it's like if my fans want to go see what i was like before i really really got into this um that's what i sounded like you know what i mean if you want to see where i came from with in terms of music that's why i kind of leave it out there it's like a little hidden gem <laughs> that's awesome um so since you said it's um since you said like right now you're like only on SoundCloud you're like working to get into um the mainstream correct? Oh, uh, well, not even mainstream. We're just gonna be dropping on all platforms within you know this up next few upcoming months. We already had our first release ride in by our artist Laveau on all platforms um yesterday. So that's the first start of Burning Woods being you know able to be streamed everywhere. Nice. So yeah. can I can I ask? Do you mind like what the process is on getting that on like put uh, like producing and like getting all that out there on these you know platforms? Um, as something the artists got to look into themselves. I took a lot of time, uh, and so did my team, all researching, looking into this shit, and investing in yourself. So uh, without giving up what we did, uh, if if you're serious about this and, and you know you think you got something, take the time to to look up. And, and see what you can do to invest yourself, get yourself more official looking, you know, better equipment to a broader audience even, you know what I mean? It's all about making the right moves for you in the time being. Yeah. I, um, and then to go off that, like how, how long does it take? Like, so like timeline, time wise, if I can talk, like, does it take a long time to produce your own songs? 
No, no. We, I mean, we made a whole brand new track last night and it was done within like two hours. <laughs> like from beginning of the beat, nothing was made to the entire song, Hook versus Mixed and Mastered. Um, so can I, can I, I mean, so since you have a team already, are you like, are you looking for um, other people to join potentially? And if so, what do you look for in someone before you would sign them into your group quality wise? I mean, uh, right now we're, we're not really looking for anybody. We've, uh, we found our core team members and that's who we're trying to, you know, hit the game hard with and, uh, keep it running. I mean, in the future, no one really knows what the future holds. So, uh, that's always a discussion for later times, but yeah, right now we're set on members. We're always down to collab with new artists and collab with new producers. You know, it's, it's more of a collective. So anybody from burning woods is allowed to go do whatever that, you know, the hell they want. They're their own person. But at the end of the day, we are a collective. So we are, we move as a unit and we are a unit, but, um, as far as Burning Woods particularly members, no, nah, not really. We just signed two new artists um, on a EP to EP based contract, and that's uh, one of our, you know, French UK grime rappers, uh, EB Kalia, and uh, one of our uh, Brooklyn's finest goes by Soup. Nice, nice. Um, so since you said you collaborate, are there any big collaborations you've done so far? Um, just with a lot of the team as of now, uh, I like working in house with, uh, with all the people we got because there's so much amazing talent here. And, uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know is the, the, the big major labels don't really, uh, invest in artist development anymore. Like they kind of took that whole branch away from being signed to a big record label. So basically what we've been doing is just vibing out with each other, having studio sessions, you know, daily, if not a couple times a week, you know, all sitting down, really nose to the grindstone, just trying to make each other be the best we can be. No, that's that's good. I mean, like, I mean, that's, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying not to repeat like what I'm saying. Like, oh, I understand. You know, what I mean, um, but no. Can I, can I ask what's the um, what was um, uh, so can I um ask you what was um? I know you said you were into different artists as a kid um but like can i ask like going back into your childhood a little bit how did you get started into like wanting did, is it something you always wanted to do like i know you said you wanted to dance and stuff like that yeah i mean um i was always just in the entertainment field in general you know i've modeled i've acted since i was you know a baby and then uh that kind of moved into the music i sang frank sinatra all that stuff fell in love with michael jackson you know the dance moves all that shit and then uh Basically, it just it kept evolving. You know what I mean? It was like baby steps each time. It's like first I had to learn. I liked music. You know, I liked to sing. I'd want to maybe do that. Then it turned into dancing. You know, I like the movements. I have the rhythm. You know, then that turned into DJing. I want to manipulate the music, and then it turned into making the music. Like I am the artist now. So it was just a, a slow but progressive evolution. I feel like that I didn't even notice until I looked back on it. Yeah, I mean, I I see that a lot in other people that like have dreams especially in the entertainment way at least like i see a lot of the times when you're a child that's kind of like where you find your dream and then like i feel like a lot of times society kind of pushes that down to doing a categorized yeah. job yeah you either give up on yourself and listen to the system or you don't you'd be a boss and fucking make your own shit there's two 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 types of people in this world <laughs> the alphas and then the followers i'd say yeah we're yeah. definitely a whole team of leaders so that's awesome. Um, but being a team leader, could you say that's um, risky in some way? Like, um, 
because I know like sometimes people in teams, and this is not saying anything. That's just me just wondering. Like I know sometimes with teams they um go solo. So like, can I ask what what duo do you think like is it a possibility like maybe in the future you might brand off from the group and go solo ever? Well, well so, this this, you, this this is the thing do, is it, it's not a group. It's it's Burning Woods is a collective. So we're all our own individual artists. Like after oh, the group okay. EP, after the group EP, we're all gonna have our own solo tapes. So think of it like Wu Tang or ASAP Mob. You know what I mean? Or fucking Odd Future. You know what I mean? They're all. Okay, their own I understand. Yeah, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a collective it's a collective team. I'm with that. Like they're, they're all individuals. Yeah, it's a collective and it's a record label, Burning Woods Records LLC. Got it. Okay, so I didn't understand that at first. Yeah, I got you. Um. Yeah. So let me ask. Just going to more broader uh, concept. You when did you um when did you start this um process? Uh, which one in particular? Like making Bony Woods. I mean, I always wanted to be in a collective of this uh, since I decided I wanted to do music. I bounced around from like two or three different uh, music groups back home in Utica. And then uh, I met Zach uh, through Instagram, actually. Uh, it's a funny story. Uh, long story short, basically, um, I finally answered him back and we linked up in New York City. Uh, the vibe and the connection was, you know, immediate off rip, um, especially both having the same passion and a producer and an artist. One thrives off the other. So it just clicked instantly. And then I met the roommates, Kenny and Dennis, and we kind of all sat around, chilled a couple of times, just really made music together without a particular direction to go in. And then over time, it developed into, you know, let's do this together. Let's create this entity. And it, it kind of just took a bigger step each time, each time we like linked up and talked about it. And then now it's just it's here you know what i mean we own our own label we're doing a lot you know i don't want to talk about too much because we have so much in the works coming very soon that i don't want to release anything yeah 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 but there's a you know it's it's just crazy to to see that when you have you know a great team around you um and yourself that you don't give up on where you can go in such a short amount of time because we went from this is this is an idea you know, in a room recording on a fucking handheld microphone with no speakers and a laptop to all putting our money together, combining our equipment, getting a full studio. We all live together in our house and just we own a whole label. Everything's official. Everything's business oriented. You know, it's just if I could give anybody that's listening to this one advice, whatever it is, the fuck you want to do, don't give up because we all were like broke as hell. Like, you know what I mean, I paid six fifty a room and slept on the floor just to be here and record. It's like if you got a dream, chase it. <laughs> No, that's that's great advice for a lot of people because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that might that are listening or may listen to this and they have a certain dream in mind. And especially with like after high school, even during high school, you got a lot, a lot of those um, adults saying, you know, what you're doing isn't realistic. You need to go into a 95 job, make money. No, fuck that. The, the only reason they think that is because they listened to their parents or they doubted themselves and were too scared to go and chase what they actually wanted to do. And what did that do but make them miserable and want to cast that down on everyone else? That ain't happened to us. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I see that. I mean, I see that for myself, like speaking personally, like, like for me, at least, like I always want to be an actor. And when I so like when I was a kid, I always want to be an actor. And then go, growing up, Going and kind of, I kind of conformed into the system of like, okay, I kind of think of a more realistic job to do, mm. and then, and then basically in high school, I kind of got back into acting because there was um a musical that I really liked doing, so I um, wanted to do that, and then I just started doing that more. Uh, 
Tuesday or Friday. Thank you. All right, wait, wait, wait. All right, my fault, bro. I just had to talk to my photographer real quick. But oh, no, um, you're fine, you're fine. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and I'm, then, um, yeah, and then like you, especially like going to college for me, you a lot of those counselors in my life have like said, you know. Yeah, acting is a great side gig, but you gotta find something more realistic. And to me, yeah, it's one bullshit. Piece of advice I've always taken to heart from some some that I heard of is if you believe in yourself and you believe you can do something, no matter what it is, go for that one hundred percent and don't have a plan B. Exactly. When you have bro. a plan B, you always go back. To you that fall back. Work. Yeah, bro. I that has got through high school always preaching plan A has to work if there's no plan B. Cause it's all you're focusing on. People say don't put all your eggs in one basket. Why the fuck wouldn't you? <laughs> Especially when you're believing yourself. Like that's why. Like for me, even though I'm in college right now, I'm yeah. I'm a hundred percent like going into acting after this. Like this is just to get like more experience for myself. No, I understand that. And hey, man, we're all on our own timelines. You know, I'm a I'm a college dropout. Well, technically, I got booted out. But um, I only did a semester and a half. But I knew college wasn't for me. I was supposed to play football in college, and I knew I wanted to make music. So I said bye bye to the whole football career. You know what I mean? But like, no, I understand. It's like, like yeah, it's just it, at the end of the day, it's really just doing what you want to do. And for some people, mm-hmm. that takes a long time to figure out. But it's like, as long as you're you're following your gut and your intuition, which is a hard thing to to do, but it just takes meditation and like trying to figure out what you want to do. You know what I mean? Just reflecting it all. Like you said, you knew you wanted to be an actor. There ain't no side gig. Look how much these fucking actors are paid, bro. I met you on a movie set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what Dude, I mean. That was that was amazing when that that happened. I didn't I didn't think I'd meet anyone on a movie set either. Like you know. I know, bro. It's crazy, and that movie's fucking hysterical. Did you watch it yet? Yeah, I saw it. Bro, it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I loved I loved watching it. I actually went to the um the um premiere. Oh, dope, yo, dope. Yeah, how was it was that? so cool. It was it was super good. Um. The director Jeremy, he was there. He was hyping it up the whole time. That's amazing, yeah. That's actually yeah. really dope. And that director Jeremy, he is something else I would say. Like, I mean, I know I know he's not on the podcast at all, and he probably might not hear. But like, even if he does, like auditioning, like I had to audition for that movie. Mm. That was a different experience because like auditioning was, you know, usually the directors they just stay inside. They, you know, they get they get the talent to go with them. And that man during the audition process, it was a hot summer day. I remember this, and he literally came out to help everyone get water so they would not be, you know, dehydrated. Like that's amazing. Yeah, no, I, I noticed he was a really good director and just a, a set worker too. He cared about the actors. He he, he was really hands on with everything, and you you could tell the the film came out really good because he had his hands in it. Yeah, and that movie is super funny, by the way. Like, yeah, bro, it's hysterical. Yeah, anybody who uh, hasn't watched it yet, check out the binge on Hulu. Yes. It was one of the best uh, movies I was on. Facts. Um, but yeah, speaking of like entertainment industry, like for me, like acting, like that was my big, like that was like one of my big like ends of it. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And like for me, so like after doing that, I I knew like in my heart of hearts, I was like, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do when I'm done with college, because that was my that was my. I think that was last year of college for me. Yeah, I feel um, Yeah. But, like, I remember, like, after I said that, like, especially my, um, to, like, uh, family and friends, a lot of them s- said, like, you know, don't exactly, you know, what you said, don't put your eggs in one basket, you know, make sure, you know, since you're in college, you know, you take the most out of it, like, learn a, a broad variety of stuff. Yeah. And even, like, what I'm saying to, like, 
people like I'm like talking to like about like what I want to do in my life. But like, but you have a side hustle, right? You have something on the side in case acting doesn't work. I always say 100% no. It's going to be acting or it's going to be nothing at all. Yeah, bro. That's the mindset you got to have. Because you got you to think too, all these, these, these last generations came from a totally different world. Their parents taught them different. The world was totally different. I mean, just look how everything is so much more easily accessible with the internet. You know what I mean? You could, like, Jadakiss was in my DMs two weeks ago, bro. You know what I mean? Nothing really came of it, but I was um, still, like, to be able to, to reach somebody of an A-list level um, just off Instagram, you know what I mean? It's possible. So for somebody to tell you, like, oh, you know, you don't, you don't want to try. It's like, you don't get how the world works now. You just don't get it. <laughs> no, totally. Um, can I ask, just because it's super relevant, I feel like in today's day and age, how was, um, was it, was there any, any challenge, um, in your process, um, this year, especially with 2020 and like kind of how COVID has hit everyone? Um, honestly, if COVID didn't happen, I don't know if this, uh, this record label would have actually became a thing. So, you know, it was really, it was really a blessing in disguise because everything shut down and. You know, we were able to, you know, not have to work to survive. And it gave us time to sit down, reflect, see what we wanted to do, build up a whole catalog of work, you know, really just be around each other. So, it, I mean, truly, it was a blessing in disguise. We, we actually talk about it quite a bit. Like, you know, it's it's awful that this pandemic is going on, you know, and like, you know, for all the people that who've gotten sick and, and passed, it, it sucks for a lot of the world. But, you know, it's, it's almost like a little reset button, at least uh, at least for us it, help us be ready to start a new world of our own that's that's an amazing uh way of looking at it. i mean like it's probably true in your case like i i because like, i know a lot of people struggle doing but it's, it's awesome to hear that at least for you know yeah we're thriving bro <laughs> yeah you that you you're, you're thriving during this you yeah. know struggle yeah no we're uh we're thriving and uh one thing i saw when this shit first started you know coming down um was you know, if you don't come out of this with a new skill or something for yourself, then you just wasted your time. You know what I mean? And I value mine. So it's like I made sure we we all utilize all of it. And everybody does, you know. We all wake up, get to work. I'm here, don't wait. I just I I just I'm thinking about it. No, you're good though. Um, yeah, but like, uh, is there um anything that you would just because I'm kind of running out of things to think of? No, you good, man. Um, is there anything else you would say about like the whole process or like your you in particular like, that you want the audience to know? Um, well, I mean, if you're looking into just Bendino as me myself as an artist, uh. Just know I wear my heart on my sleeve. I take any emotion I feel and amplify it so that people can relate. And I think raw emotion is the most beautiful thing as humans that we have. Um, so I put nothing but that in my music. I have fun with it. I do what I love. So check out Bendino on all platforms coming January 1st. And Burning Woods, Laveau's single writing is out now on all platforms. Just stay tuned and stay up. That's awesome. And um, before before I go, uh, before we go, is there any chance you could give the audience just a little sneak peek at your talents? Um, <laughs> uh, here, let me uh, let me play some music for you. I'll play you something we weren't made last night.
cool, cool. Thanks. All right, hold up. I got to pull that right here. Something new I've been working on. We just made that last night. One round of applause. <laughs> Appreciate you, dog. That, that's amazing. I, I mean, I see what you mean now, like about switching flows. It's it's truly awesome, and it's a truly great talent that you have. I uh, appreciate you, man. Yeah, that, that was a little bit of my fast stuff, but uh, I got anything from radio singles to you know singing stuff coming out soon. That's awesome. Is it um, if you don't mind, do you want to plug your platforms and everything just so the audience can find you? Yeah, absolutely. If everybody can um, on Instagram, follow at Bendino, B-E-N-D-I-N-O underscore official. That's myself. Follow our producer at dot Z or at Z period productions, period. Okay. All right. See, so production dot Z at Instagram um, and uh, at Burning Woods Records on Instagram. I'm on a I'm on an interview right now. Yeah, it, so it's it. like <laughs> I gotta say it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Burning Woods. What's our Twitter? We oh, didn't change it yet. It's a record. Records Woods. Yeah. All right, at Records Woods on Twitter, um, at Burning Woods on Instagram, at Bendino underscore official, at Sound Pie Show, at I Am Laveau, at Sam Danky Films or Danky That's Films. Nice. I don't know. Just follow follow mine, and they'll lead you to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and then what do you um do if people want to like hear more of you um obviously you said you have uh uh two on spotify yeah so if you and then the rest are on soundcloud yeah correct? yeah so um honestly if you guys want to peep out any of my old art or any of my old work everything is sounds a lot different com- from my voice to the to the beat making and, and the quality of everything so don't take anything that is out already and listen to it thinking that that's what the new stuff's going to sound like because we've beyond leveled up but yeah, all my stuff from high school is on SoundCloud. That's everything from 2018 and before. That's awesome. Yeah. All platforms, two singles, Tired and Devil's Keys by Bendino. And then if you look up Bendino on uh, SoundCloud, you'll find my whole catalog from high school. Wow, that's dope, man. Thank you again for being on the podcast. I really appreciate you, you know, coming on, you know. Anytime, man. New. I appreciate you having me for real. Yeah, of course, and you know, I hope, um, I hope, like when you, um, when you release more, when you and your whole team release more of your stuff, I would love to have you guys on again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Just get at me. You got my number. Yeah, I do. Thank you again for that. Right. This is very, very fun to do. Yeah, absolutely, man. We'll, we'll do it again sometime. Uh, stay up. Have a great day, bro. Great to talk to you. Thank you as well. Peace. All right, one. Bye. And with that, that's the end of episode. Six with Bendino. I really appreciate him being on the podcast. Thank you so much 
to you, and I hope you, the audience, enjoyed it as well. I hope you guys took something out of it, um, especially with the, you know, you guys should follow your dream and everything, and I hope um, you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please, um, you know, I hate to sound like a beggar, but I need to beg for it now. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and um, like this podcast. Wait five stars on Apple Podcasts or Apple Music, whatever you can find it on. Um, wait five stars on Spotify, please. Um, subscribe, share this podcast with anyone you think you would like it. And um, yeah, thank you again to Ben Dio for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys um, are ready for episode seven where we have another big guest on the podcast who has probably the most amount of followers I've had so far. So that's a little clue for you. Um, but um, yeah. I'll see you guys next Sunday with another episode of Tantilla Talks. See you guys then.